Welcome to Improve It, the podcast. Claudia, I am so happy to have you on the show today. One of my favorite people on this planet Earth. Oh, wow. My favorite humans. I could talk. We were talking before I hit record and I could talk to you. What an accolade coming from probably one of the best humans I know. Stop. Keep going. No, I really mean it. And I'm just so happy. Our audience is going to hear you today. They're going to get to know Claude's. Yeah. One of the funniest people that I know as well. So, okay. Tell the Improve It audience, the Improve It fam, we call ourselves, who you (laughs) are and then what you do at Improve It. Hi, everybody. Um, (laughs) It's weird because I know it's just going to be audio. So I'm trying to make people get to know me through my voice. Um, So anyway, um, that encapsulates it. I'm Claudia Martinez. I am a a performer, improv sketch, been doing it for the past, uh, God, what, 14 years? Um, And uh, I am a performer with improve it and i have the most fun this is probably the funnest job out of all the jobs that i have that are connected to that and for the sole purpose that also i believe that our what we do really does translate into the office i've seen it done where it feels very plastic and however formula you've figured out Aaron, it's it gets through to people and it gets them to be more inclusive. And that's really all improv is. It's everybody dropping the idea that you have to come up with the most brilliant idea every time. I mean, have you heard of anything more ridiculous? No. That you have to be the funniest, that you have to be the one that comes up with the brilliant idea, the solution. The, I mean, it's exhausting. So tiring. So, so um, what we do is is saying, no, this is a team effort. And you get so much more satisfaction when you show up with a team and you go, look what we did versus, oh God, I did it. And only I did it. You guys are worthless. That's horrible. That's a horrible existence. So Uh, anyway. No, it's a perfect example. And I'll tell you this, like I, just that you saying those things means a lot coming from you. You're one of my favorite people to watch perform improv. Truly. It's I remember Jenna and I talk about this. We were just filming all of our videos for our pre-work. We're calling them improved vids. And Ah. remember that? And this was like a month ago. And Jenna and I both said after that, we're like, I have never laughed so hard. Like my cheeks hurt. (laughs) I had mascara stains on clothing but you're so funny and I know you've been doing this work a really long time and it means so much Mm -hmm. for you to say that because we really do try to find ways to get people to feel cohesive to feel included to walk in a room 20 individuals to walk out one cohesive team so knowing your knowledge of improv and all things why do you think it's such a great teaching tool to help teams support each other better well it really highlights the importance of listening and sometimes observing like i think we think the best i can do is talk and give something and sometimes it's just giving the floor to somebody else um i think it's just so 
powerful to, and just in everyday life, to remember, am I really listening? Because I think we blow over so much gold in a day-to-day conversation. Or like our, our legitimate need as humans is to connect and we're not doing that because we're thinking about the next thing to say or the next thing to do or foreseeing a problem and a solution ahead of time versus like what is given to us now. Um, so I, I believe improv in general is just such a great tool to remember that all we have to do is listen and it's easier. You know, it's like, um, it's like shoveling versus sweeping, I guess. Well, they're not, they're not the same, but (laughs) it's so much more work to like shovel some, Oh, okay. Shovel like a hard cement piece versus (laughs) shovel. I'm getting there. Uh, versus shoveling like soft ground, you know, yes, no, it, you, you don't have to do that much work. And sometimes I think we do too much work and it's because we're not listening. That's it. And I feel like, what, okay, first of all, I wish everybody could have seen you shoveling because that was great object work here. Object work, baby. Object work. But I also feel the same way, obviously, created a business about it. But I do think improv <laughs> in general lends itself to allowing people to just have fun, to let go, and to also allow those things to happen naturally versus force. I like to use the word plastic, right? Like these these things are not like, you know, yes, we have workshops that are for, you know, we take off a shelf and then we customize them. But the real magic happens in the room, in the Zoom. It happens when we're standing in front of a group of people. We feel that light bulb effect. We feel, you can feel, you and I are both, energetic beings. We feel Mm -hmm. energies and you can feel energy. And so if the energy of the room is off, improv is a tool that brings a little levity to it. It also is a tool that allows people to open up and just be vulnerable, which is a really scary word for a lot of people, especially leaders. But let me ask you this. How have you seen teams and your experience transform in this work? What's it? Do you have an example? I think you're absolutely absolutely right um it's it's almost like creating a safety mechanism in in like we're all the same here we're we're about to look like fools maybe and we've accepted that (laughs) so if if we if we can make a mistake then it's okay right because we're all in on it and i think um a lot of people are afraid of making mistakes and looking like fools, but that's where the gold happens. Um, I've seen that in all of our workshops. I know a lot of, most of the the live ones where people, you, you see a very slow transition from people kind of like dipping their toes in the water and seeing if it's okay to taking a full dive and going, oh my gosh, if, if I hadn't done that, you know, I wouldn't have experienced some freedom. And it really is, it's just freedom. It's like, I can, I can take risks. And I think that's where the brilliance comes in the ideas. It's like, when you take risks, you get outside the box, you allow people to say silly, dumb things, then something great comes out. But I've seen it happen every time, every time, time. every time and you get to the end of it and they go, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. That's it. 
That's it. That's you know, did you expect what I'm about to do? You did, because I set you up for it. Because we're gonna have, we're gonna do a little silly thing here. Oh, and here I it is. Know. Here it is. Claude knows. Get ready. It's gonna be real fun. Because I'm already singing. That's part of the pun. Hey, what? That just came out. That's just it. Yes. So, yep. so we're gonna show our Improve It fam here what we mean by support. And this game is a game that we do in one of our workshops our team building collaboration workshop, all about support, all about, which we'll, we'll go through what the, the actual purpose of this game is. I always say there's a method to our madness here. Yes. Uh, there's a reason why we do this, but so this is called hotspot. And this is one of those games, like as an early improviser, I just remember being like, Oh God, like, do yeah. not make me do this. But yep. then after you do it, and we do this at the very beginning of a workshop because it just breaks down barriers. It's called hotspot. So we're just, I'm going to come up with an, a, an idea, like any suggestion at all. And then based on that word, Claude's, can you start singing a song, any song at all? And I'm going to start singing it with you. And if I don't know the words, I'm going to pretend like I do. Yes. I'm going to pop in and I'm going to get your back and I'm going to start singing a song. You sing with me. And we'll go back and forth, back and forth. But the idea here is if we have a team of people, so I don't want the improvement fab listening right now to be like, oh my God, you're going to make my team sing. Listen, there's a method to the madness here. <laughs> so I promise you, we also encourage the worst singing that you possibly can do. So like, if you're a bad singer, we want you to be the worst singer that you could ever be ever. Okay. So I'm gonna Which is what's going to happen, Erin. Me too. Me because too. Because you told me what was going to happen. I told you, I, I think this is the best game you could have picked because I also am terrified of it. Oh. And, and it's okay because I trust you and I'm okay to look like a fool. That's it. That's it. That's and it. you know what? And I trust you. And so we've got each other's backs. Let's go. Let's I'm gonna, go. You want me Let's to start? go, Ham. Should I, should I start? Because I'm I'm asking us to do this game. Yeah. Set okay. the, set the set oven. The let's, okay. Let, let's get ready to put the turkeys in. All right. Turkeys are coming. They are, they are stuffed. They're stuffed. <laughs> They're basted. Warm it up for me. <laughs> Warm it up. Here, all right. Give me, give me a suggestion. Give me any word uh, to start a okay. song. Uh, your suggestion is pizza. Pizza. Oh, okay. Oh, of course you say pizza and I just go, oh, let me just yummy. start off. Yummy, yummy, I've got food in my tummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy, I've got food in my tummy. This is the only verse I know. Yummy, yummy, yeah. I've got food in my tummy. Come on, God, you got to get me. Oh, and I'm supposed to jump in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, get uh, me, get me. Ooh, boy, I love pepperoni. Do you know what else you can put on a pizza? How about hot sauce? How about ranch? How about ketchup? How about pan? Got hot that sauce right? in my bag. Swag. I got hot sauce in my bag. bag. Swag. I got hot sauce in my bag. I, I see it. I want it. I blah, 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 blah. I'm Beyonce right now. I twirl on my haters. Pizza. How did that happen today? I said, no way. I wasn't going to do it today. But I did it. I ate it. And now I'm stuck. Do you have a problem with ordering some wings now? <laughs> um, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili. Chili's baby, baby back, ribs. back ribs. Okay. Barbecue sauce. All right. Not literally a choir. No, I would say no. not, not supposed to go on tour. 
but I'm going to give us a round of applause. I'm going to give us a very hot round of applause because you said not supposed to go on tour. Not supposed to tour. Not this group. But, but I think what happened was we said, I see what you're doing and I'm going to support it. And that's the most important thing about anything in improv or anything that you get thrown into is like, this is probably not the most cohesive song. And by probably, I mean, for sure, asterisks for sure. Um, but what happened was, and I know you saw it, and I'm sure the audio listeners saw, heard it, is that we just supported. And it was like, sometimes the best thing you can do is just repeat what someone is saying. If you don't know what to do, repeat. That's right. And then also, when you repeated, you made me feel like I was actually singing a song, which I wasn't. We were just repeating a verse. Right. And the purpose too, just for the listener is we're doing this, this, um, this actual activity with two people. It's usually played with like 10 or more. We're standing usually in a big circle. We're doing this over zoom. One person pops in the circle. They start singing a song and everybody on the outside of the circle sings with them. And then they, the goal is to get that person out of the hot spot as quickly as possible. And so we were giving you a, a, a show choir version from two people. Kind of like a remix. Yes. Yes. A yeah. remix of what you would see in original hotspot. So let right. me ask you this though. So like, for example, I had no clue what I was singing with yummy, yummy food in my, t- not a clue, but mm-hmm. then you came in and you supported me. You, you kind of tagged me out and started your own song. Did I let you go on for too long or did I save you at an appropriate time? No. In fact, I feel like we were excited to jump in because I was thinking, I know the the whole game is to then you jump in and take over. But at, there were some times where we were just overlapping with each other and just having fun. And I was like, there it goes. Like you said, not going to be a Whitney Houston number one hit, but, no. but it, it felt good to not feel alone sometimes. And you know what, Claudia, I will always love you. I just want you to know that. (sighs) Well, and you know what? I have nothing without you. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to dance with somebody. Okay. Well, uh, I get so emotional when you say that, (laughs) baby. (laughs) I get so. Okay. We're not going to do a remix. Probably one of the best. No, probably one of the best. But I will. I, that's, I mean, that's really it. It's making. So if we put this in context, okay. Mm-hmm. into thinking about a team and not feeling supported. Let's say, you know, Susie is the person in the center of the circle and Susie is having a hard time at work feeling like people are supporting her, feeling like she has t- a team that is showing up for her. She's in that hot spot. She's feeling the heat. When you were the person in the center of that circle trying mm-hmm. to get out of the circle, you get the armpit sweat. You feel nervous. Yeah. Right here, you and I had each other's backs pretty well. Yeah. But if somebody, if you had left me in there maybe a second or two longer, I would have had to apply an antiperspirant. And so <laughs> what happens is then as Susie, I start to feel like, okay, where's my team? Are they supporting me? But because yeah. you and I, I feel like, and it's a natural thing for improvisers, are very supportive human beings. We're trying to help each other very quickly get out of this hot spot. But I've seen this game work where somebody's in a hot spot, they make it through a verse and then a chorus and they're on the second verse. And yes. they're like, come get me. 
which is a feeling a lot of people feel right now, especially working from home, especially like where we're at right now with COVID and this pandemic, they feel like things on top of things keep getting piled on top of them and they're afraid to ask their team to support them. So what would you say to somebody listening today? What is a way that someone could ask for support for their team or from their team? Hmm. Well, yeah, that's a tough one, especially if you feel like people don't see you, which is a common reason why people don't ask for help. So, right. They're going, well, they're going, I don't want people to think that I don't know what I'm doing because then you lose respect or, you know, whatever in, in that circle. And also I think as someone who's observing, there's a, there is an element of people trying to be too kind, like not railroad you, you know, I think a lot of times why people stay in the circle too long is people are like, Oh, they're doing pretty good. I'm not going to interrupt that. Um, but they don't know that you're not, that you're flailing or that you're ready to get tapped out. So I think, um, I think it really is a, an exercise in personal, um, like checking in with yourself and going, do I, can I trust that my teams will, my teammates will be there? And more likely than not, they will be. But it's just as easy as going, I got to do a self check. I'm overwhelmed. I need some help. And, you know, reaching out by asking for help doesn't make you weak. I think at times it, go, it helps you realize this is a team effort. I don't know. Asking for help is so hard. Isn't it? You know? It's so funny that you say that. And I hear this more more often than not. Like I would say this comes up in almost every team building workshop because a lot of times people feel like they can't ask for help because then they feel like they don't know how to do their job or yeah. they look like you said weak or so I, I think what we should normalize, and this is just my personal opinion is asking for help when we need it, but also at the same time, checking in as a teammate and say, at the end of every day, is there anything I can help you with? That's how I like Mm -hmm. to end the day with our team. It's just saying our internal team and improve it. Like I'm going to check out, is there anything I can help you with right now or in the morning? And that right there, that practice, that, that exercise gets us in the habit of, of asking somebody, do they need help? So then when you actually need it, you can be the person to ask, say, actually, can you help me with this PDF or whatever? Actually, actually yeah. I need help with this document. And and then, you know, from there, they feel less, they feel like their, their, um, their ask for help is more welcome. It's so hard. It's so it hard. Is, I think it's more, I think what I was trying to get to is what you just mentioned. It's, it's almost easier to observe and notice someone's struggling and go in and say, hey, or not even, like you said, not even have to, but I'm thinking about it in the practice of improv. And when you're in a scene, you know, something needs to get edited, you know, that someone needs support, you know, when someone looks overwhelmed, or like something's ready to change. And if you don't act on it, then you're, you're just as part of the issue. That's because it. you don't you see it and you don't extend yourself. And I think if we were to be much more observant of that, we there wouldn't be. A, I mean, when when people you know aren't noticing, you'd be a little bit more able to ask for help. Once you yeah. go, oh, Aaron keeps asking me if I need anything. Well, I can ask Aaron. That's it. Oh, that's Aaron. it. 
And full circle, way to put that into perspective on stage. That's exactly it. We would never let somebody just flail, right? We would never let them flail because in it- Or sometimes it does happen and it looks bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks, and you as the audience member are watching it and you're like, somebody somebody edit this scene or somebody get tag this person out. This scene's over. Yeah. End it. End it now. <laughs> and I think that's that's a great metaphor for how to look at it with a team. You would never let your teammate just continue to suffer on stage. You would never let your teammate continue to suffer working from home, on Slack, on Zoom, wherever it is. But what I have to say is first and foremost, Claudia Martinez, you are a light. You <laughs> wait. What was I? What's an? I can't think of another Whitney song. But I, if I, if one comes to mind, I would sing you out with a Whitney. Oh God, yeah. How did we just blank on that? I don't know. But what I, uh, your, my bodyguard? No, I don't know. The bodyguard. That's where I was. Queen going. of the night. Queen um, of the night. The, it's fine. But yeah. here's what we're, I here's we'll talk. We'll we'll put some some more lyrics in the show I'll notes. Put a playlist together. Yeah, please. On, uh, improve it, fam. We'll put some links to Whitney songs in the show notes. <laughs> but Claudia, honestly, thank you so much for just doing what you do. And if if you haven't seen Claudia perform, we do these things called laugh breaks, and they are fun, short form improv, uh, little breakups in your Zoom meetings. And Claudia is always on laugh breaks and is so hilarious to watch uh also our workshops this is a this hot spot is a game we play in our in-person workshops but we also have them virtually claudia is a co-facilitator for us and a joy to have in the room or in the zoom how about that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right same as you my friend i it's my pleasure always truly it's an honor to be a part of the improvement fam